Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Hassan, and I'm joined again by good friend of the podcast, Jonathan Holly. Jay Holly, what is going on? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. It's always an honor to be here. Glad we could chop it up for a minute. Absolutely, absolutely. How is uh how's your week been? What you been doing this week? Uh the week has been cool, man. You know, um church work. That's that's what I do. So it's been calling folks and praying with folks and uh my uh my boss, aka my pastor, had his uh birthday celebration this week. So we had a we had an office party, uh literally themed after uh the office. So that was pretty cool. But yeah. That's cool. How now how did you decorate for like how do you decorate a party and make it NBC's the office themed? Well, you know, we took this area in the church we call the uh the parlor area and uh we had these half blown up balloons and tied them from the ceiling with toilet paper and a big sign that says it is your birthday period and uh everybody had sticky tags uh, that they wrote their name on instead of actual my name is cards, just little things like that, you know. So that's cool. Is your uh, is yeah. your boss is your pastor? Is he is he a big fan of the office? Yeah, he's he's a fan of the office. Hmm. So we we got uh, got him a, a Dunder Mifflin T shirt uh, mm-hmm. among I guess a few other things. But yeah, <laughs> fan of the office and uh, the other show. What's that other show? Um, um Man versus college. Wild. Man versus Wild. That's it. Is that the other show you're no, thinking it's, of? Uh, the, it's the other show that has a similar, but naked sim- and similar afraid. St- similar style of comedy, but different premise. It's the college show with uh, Joe McHale. What is? Oh, Community. There we go. There we go. He's he's a fan of Community mm-hmm. too. So, um, but yeah, Office. The Office. Okay, that's yeah. good, man. I'm glad you had a good week. Uh, parties are always fun. Yeah, yeah. What have it's you been? Uh, work. What have you been watching this week? You been watching anything cool? Um, watching this week, uh, I started watching Tenant. Started watching Tenant. Okay. Um, How far did you get into it? So um, I'm at the section where they're basically scoping the. Art, they're like things, and I guess they oh, keep their art in there. They're scoping, um, yeah, the, the art like facility. Yeah, Robert Patton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where it doesn't, it doesn't have um, like um, it doesn't get wet or so I, I forget what the tech is, but basically, mm-hmm. it's like gas that comes out. It, it doesn't set on fire or whatever. Um, so that that's that's interesting. Um. I haven't given Invincible a look yet, or a second look, I should say. Um, but I, I did get to the point where he, um, his dad is teaching him more or less how to fly. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, I got to get back to that. So, I do want to finish well, watching that. Let's go back to Tenet. I don't want to leave Tenet too quickly. Um, are you enjoying Tenet so far? Um, I am. Uh, I you know, it was kind of refreshing for me because I haven't seen um, a Christopher Nolan movie like in a minute. So just like the, the opening sequence, I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't fully understand what was going on. I mean, I, I guess I kind of did, but it was just, you know, seeing how he shoots things, I thought was pretty awesome. Um, just the cinematography and kind of the scope, the clarity of like the camera. It just, it, it, it reminded me of, the Dark Knight Rises, that opening scene, but this was cool because it was like in a, you know, a music hall and mm-hmm. it just, yeah, the way he's able to like make things look so big is really dope. Um, mm-hmm. And all his set pieces are very like similar. They have this dark look to them, um, the architecture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see John David kind of fighting people very reminiscent of Denzel, like just kind of the way he moves and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it's cool so far. It's cool. Good. All right. Well, you got a lot more of that movie to go, so we'll we'll catch up on that yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the other <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah. 
Um, so, well, all right, man. Well, that's good to hear. Um, so I asked you to come on the show today because I recently have done an episode recapping, uh, recapping the the miniseries on Disney Plus, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, you have also finished watching it, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I kind of just wanted to get your thoughts on the show because uh, we, you know, we've covered it a little bit here on the podcast, but um, uh, I, I enjoy your perspective as a movie watcher, and I, I enjoy your perspective as a fellow black movie watcher. And I wanted to get your just sort of your take on the series as a whole, and um, how you feel about how some of the more um, sort of racially driven elements of the show. Um, worked for you or didn't work for you and kind of just just talk about that but before we get all the way into it why don't you just give me sort of like an overall and feel free to spoil whatever because we've already uh, given a non-spoiler review of the of the show so far but uh just kind of give me your take on the show as a whole what do you think was it effective how how did you feel about the falcon and the winter soldier um so yeah I'll, i'll be interested to hear your take i I enjoyed it as a whole. Um, I was appreciative of how far they went. Um, and, and so it, I don't know. It's very interesting. Like some stuff is always like, I wonder how deep it'll go. Um, and so they at least touched on some things if they didn't go all the way there, um, which, which I, appreciated as far as disney goes i wasn't necessarily like expecting them to to go too dark but um just some of the the highlights if you will like you know the blood on the shield scene um you know them having an argument in the street and the cops you know want to pull up and uh just you know that and then even in the the end um or even even not not just oh, oh yeah it, the very first episode um it's like the brother can't get you know alone and i mean that could have been just you know drama for drama but as a as a black person um you know it's easy to see it as oh that's a racial thing as well um so that was that was very very cool um very reminiscent of you know Ron Brady and Torch was denied a bank loan. I don't know if you remember that, but that was part of his little spill in the beginning. I remember that um, in Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was reminded of that, but but it was it was actually really cool to see it. Um, um, yeah, so it, moment moments like that I thought were very cool, but also um, just kind of the emotional uh, piece of it. I guess I'll say. I thought it was very good. I thought um, Bucky's story arc was pretty emotional. Um, and it, it would have been cool to maybe see a little bit more of that, but I'm glad they were able to kind of bring closure to at least one storyline of his because he, he could have a million of them um, having been a you know an assassin for however many years. There's probably plenty, plenty of people that he killed that he wouldn't have wanted to. Um, but I thought it was cool that they they allowed him to kind of share some of his acting chops, and it was pretty emotional. Um, him befriending the the older man um, after having you know murdered his son, and um, yeah, I just I like seeing them in their like daily life. Um, so yeah, o- overall, I enjoyed it, um, and I'm glad that they touched on the black stuff because. You can't you can't pass along the shield to a black man without addressing it in some way. Otherwise, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be authentic, um, at least to me. Um, so I'm glad they touched on it. And I think and I don't know if we're getting ahead of discussion, but I think they used the Isaiah Bradley character to be able to kind of like say things that maybe no other character would say. And his character, having gone what he went through, has a right to say it. Um, and you you understand why he's saying it. Whereas, you know, um, anybody who's watching 
who may not have our perspective, they would be bothered or turned off or, um, you know, they say what, like rape, pe- they're race baiting or, you know, identity politics. They, you know, may, might watch it and be like, oh, Marvel's doing this and do, doing that. They're doing too much. But the cool thing about that was Isaiah Bradley Bradley's character is a part of the comics. So it's not nothing that they made up for the show. And, you know, everything he talked about was something that actually happened in the comics. And it's a reflection of real life. Um, you know, so um, I thought it was cool the way that they were able to insert it in that way so that the discussion could be had. Because, um, again, it wouldn't it, w- it would be like, oh, that, that's interesting, a black Captain America. And nobody's going to reference the fact that he's black. Um, so I, I liked it. And, um, yeah, now there are other things that I guess we, we could talk about that. Um, maybe just in, in terms of the presentation or some of the action. I think maybe in the last episode or so, I was like, eh. Like the very first episode started with a bang to me. The action sequence mm-hmm. I thought was really, really dope. The action sequences in the last episode didn't hit as hard for me, but I thought it was a much more maybe like emotional um, mm-hmm. episode. And so it hit in that way, which I think is okay, but I would have loved to have like a really hard hitting action scene as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, overall I did enjoy it and I'm glad they, they did what they did with this, um, with this, uh, season, probably the only season it's going to be, but, um, yeah, I thought it was dope. Mm-hmm. So, um, good. I, I like that. Um, uh yeah let's let's so let's let's get it let's dive a little deeper into it um so i guess this is a more general question do you think i'm not sure that the marvel universe so far has earned um the race conversation in terms of though i appreciate what marvel is trying to do in this particular show i don't know that they've earned the ability to be able to deal with these issues in, in their stuff. And here's why I say that. I say that because so far with the exception of black Panther and even with black Panther, a lot of the racial stuff in that movie, a lot of the, the racial issues in that movie are between, you know, people like Wakandans and non Wakandans. Um, it's not necessarily about about black people. It never was explicitly about that. It was more from an African sort of diaspora perspective. Um, right. So I guess what I'm asking you is, I, 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 I guess what I'm saying is, I don't feel like the Marvel Universe has, it's, it's been very pedestrian when it comes to race. Like it doesn't even really seem to acknowledge race in, in any significant way throughout most of these movies. And so it feels a little bit, I guess, tacked on to me for race to be such a big part of what this particular series is trying to do. Because, I mean, we've had the the Falcon, we've had Sam Wilson around for years now, and we've had other black heroes around the Avengers for years now. And I just don't feel like this has ever been an issue. So it kind of feels a little like why all of a sudden is Sam Wilson being black a big deal? And I get that, well, he's never been Captain America before, and I understand that, but even, even I, I think it would have been nice had there been some seeds planted, or at least they would have constructed a world in which race, the acknowledgement of where... Uh, because uh, I guess I'm saying like I don't I don't I didn't I don't want them I don't want them to make these Marvel movies about race, um, but they've constructed a, a cinematic universe that seems to be for all intents and purposes colorblind in that sense, um, and now all of a sudden it wants to exist in sort of the real world where there are like racial tensions and racial biases and, and things like that, and I just feel like it doesn't feel justified based on the other stuff that we've seen. You know what I mean? Cause up until this point, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a universe where race doesn't matter at all. And no one's ever thinking about it. It's never talked about. It's never even joked about. It's kind of like no one has a race in these Marvel movies. They're just kind of like, 
you know, some of them have like nationalities like, oh, they're Sokovian or they're Russian, but no one is like, oh man, it's crazy that your best friend is black. Like, how does that make you feel guy from the forties? You know what I mean? Like that, that never is, <laughs> that never is talked about ever. Um, and so I, I just, I guess I get, want your opinion or so you, you sort of your reaction to those thoughts. Cause I just don't feel like Marvel has earned it yet with, especially with the amount of heavy lifting dramatically they're trying to do with race in this series. I just don't feel like they've mm-hmm. earned that yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So I think that that's just, that's really a great, um, great thought. It's a great point. Um, I would, so my appreciation for what they've done doesn't, um, doesn't dismiss that I think being true. Um, because you're right. Most, most of what they've put out at this point really has been colorblind and we Mm -hmm. just accept it because we enjoy seeing these heroes on screen. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we just kind of, you know, and, and again, like in my mind, it's like a Disney movie. What are they really going to do? They're not going to be that deep. You know, uh, they barely kill people in these movies, let alone <laughs> have real discussions about um, like social issues and, you mm-hmm. know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I would tend to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, this is maybe their first foray really into that i mean it could have it could have been probably deeper in you know in black panther um Mm -hmm. because you know it was it was it was mentioned but it was skated over and so um and it it wasn't even mentioned like it was as far as black panther was concerned it was just something that was kind of shown um and so I, i would say like they're certainly dipping their toe in the waters uh, as far as this series is concerned. And again, it's like, you know, you can't really be honest about America and and that conversation um, and not like address, address those issues on some level. Um, So I, I think, I think they did a, did a good job about like, yeah, I, th- I think I think Isaiah Bradley's character was pivotal for that because Sam didn't necessarily seem to change, and he didn't. Right. He didn't. He didn't. I mean, he, there's a point obviously where he says, "I'm a black man in America," mm-hmm. but he or he says, "I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes," but he he never was like, "I'm a black man." I'm Sam Wilson. He right. was just a cool dude and he mm-hmm. befriended Captain America, right? And mm-hmm. so again, it's like that whole colorblind thing. Captain America, you know, Steve Rogers doesn't look at him any differently. He, you know, he passes the shield on to him because he res- respects him as a person and thinks he can carry the mantle. And Bucky looks at him in the same way, like, yeah, it's cool. But then in reality, as far as we know, like, and, and that was my whole thing, because I'm like, when he passed it on, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. Like, he about to pass it over to to, uh, to Sam Wilson. And it, we just, we just going to accept it. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that they actually took time to walk us into that. Um, because, like, realistically, if, if we're going to, if we're going to, I think, do well at, I want to say, like, good storytelling then you gotta you gotta address it, and so I think um, again, I think his name is Carl Lumby's character Isaiah Bradley was able to kind of introduce that in a way that was very like he only had like two scenes in the in the show, but it was very pivotal mm-hmm. um, because like hey, this is a real real thing, and um, how you going just you know you can't just have a black man be Captain America. Because that's all we've known is Captain America to be, you know, the blind, blue-eyed. Um, so, yeah, I, I, um, all in all, I would say I don't disagree with you. Like, it, it's never been about race with the Marvel films, and we just we just love seeing them. But now that they have an opportunity to tell different stories, um, to get a little deeper and, and still be Marvel, of course. Because, I mean, 
you got you got other stories that could be told that are darker, um, but they don't get. I want to say they don't get the the press or the push like these do. Meaning the Netflix shows that were put on. They're all Marvel. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of this stuff, especially obviously with Luke Cage, was addressed. Just you know, I mean, it's in the black community, so there are certain things just naturally that are going to come up. But mm-hmm. um, those aren't; those certainly are not mainstream. They weren't mainstream characters, obviously. But um, like when it comes to this, like Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> they they wouldn't go that dark um which is why i loved what they did with a uh, us agent mm-hmm. um because that, that was pretty dark for for what they've done in the cinematic universe um but yeah i i can't disagree with you on that um I, i'm glad that they started the conversation and um i, I don't know where they would go from here um and I, i'd hope that it would mm-hmm. be natural um I, I don't want it to be forced and like you said i don't want it to be oh yeah you know there, it's a movie about like I, it doesn't have to be about race mm-hmm. but i think in in this particular story um like if you're gonna tell the story like you gotta you gotta have that in there because that's just not real like and yeah. again this is a f- fantasy right so right that's an interesting thing to say but with, with this franchise, the uh, Captain America franchise, especially the tone of Winter Soldier, um, yeah, you can't you can't not address it. Um, yeah. So I, I so I, I haven't really stated uh, my in depth feelings about all of this yet. I've kind of just been getting your perspective. Um, yeah. Personally, I think I think the more and more I think about the show, the less and less successful I, it becomes to me. And I think it's because the show is at the same time trying to do too much and not and it's on top of that, it's not quite sure what which it wants to do or like what it wants to do. And and here's my thing. So the show, it's called Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's more so about the Falcon. That's the story they're telling. They're telling the story of Sam Wilson becoming Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. That is our main story. Um, and I think, you know, with any story like this, especially a superhero story, you uh, you want a satisfying character arc for your main character. And right now, we, we really, we, we kind of have, because there's not, before this, there hasn't really been a lot to Sam Wilson's character, like before Captain America or before Falcon and Winter Soldier, there just hasn't been a ton of depth to his character. So yeah. because of that, um, you know, sometimes you have to manufacture a character arc and that's fine. That happens all the time. Um, but what uh, the issue I have is they're trying to do two different things at the same time. They're trying to have Sam Harris, uh, Sam Harris, I keep on Sam Harris, Sam Wilson go. <laughs> they're trying to have Sam Wilson uh, go on this journey of, you know, Okay, he it, it basically it's like a um, his arc is he doesn't want to be Captain America because he doesn't think he's worthy, and then he realizes that um, he you know he's worthy he, and he realizes he's worthy at some point, overcomes some adversity that convinces him that he's worthy and and becomes the hero. Right? It's kind of like a um, yeah that that's kind of the arc they want him to have, but it's also like he's also but then he's dealing with like. It, which is, it, but it doesn't quite fit his character because it seems like a retcon. Because there's nothing about Sam Wilson before we get to Falcon and Winter Soldier that would let us know that he would have any reservations about stepping into that role. Like he's always been a stand-up guy. He's always been a hero, a heroic person. He's always been very secure in who he is, and it just kind of seems out of left field for him to be starting at this point. Um, so. And so that's that's the one thing that I think I think feels unsatisfying is because the arc that they've manufactured for Sam doesn't seem genuine to his character, in my opinion, Um, Mm. because he's never seemed like someone who's insecure about who he is. I mean, he's best friends with I mean, his whole role standing next to Captain America and all the different Captain America things is to be the person who's 
sure of himself and secure and and to be the 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 consistency for a fish out of water captain america like that's been his role so for now all of a sudden for him to be like unsure of himself just seems like disingenuous you know what i mean um and at the same time the uh, the other issue for me in the show and i and, and after i get to the end of this i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch a way to fix both of these but the other end of the spectrum is the villains and the goal of the falcon and the winter soldier there's a lot there and what they're trying to do the the obstacle they're trying to overcome doesn't seem to have anything to do with whether or not he becomes captain america <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, the goal mm-hmm. they're trying to accomplish doesn't is not related to his arc at all like there's like he doesn't have to carry the, the shield and be captain america in order to stop what they're trying to do and i think there's a big disconnect there because one of those things is not going to matter to the audience because they're not related. So if you got the audience super invested in whether Sam becomes Captain America, then they're not going to really care about the villain that he's trying to stop and vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think you have to marry those two. And of course, I'm doing this in, with hindsight based on the story that they've already told. But I'm going to I'm going to pitch you a fix. Right. You ready? Okay. Yeah. So Sam Wilson at the beginning of the show is gung ho about being Captain America, right? He wants to do it. He's excited at the opportunity um, because, you know, race has never been an issue. It's never been uh, for him, for his personal experience. It's never really been an issue. He's been an Avenger for years now. uh, And race was never a hurdle for him to be an Avenger. None of that. He's gung ho about it. He's like, I don't, I don't see color. I'm just here to be, the the protector of these people because i care for people because that's who sam wilson has been you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um and i would have bucky have um the reservations not about race but just like you know i don't think anyone was worthy enough to carry that shield um except for steve rogers and he's not here you know what i mean um, mm-hmm. I, and, but bucky will go along with it because he recognizes that steve gave him the shield but he's hesitant you know what I mean? He's like, you know, Steve gave mm-hmm. you the shield, so technically it's yours, but I don't think you should be carrying it. I'm not 100% on board with this. I think that shield should be retired with him, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so that's their kind of buddy arc they have to kind of work out is Sam has to kind of show Bucky that he's worthy of carrying the shield, whatever. Now, the obstacle they have to they have to stop is they have to stop some villain you can make it the flag smashers whatever right they have to stop this villain and they can do that easily like they can they're avengers they've stopped thanos they've done all this stuff like they can deal with a girl with red hair and her friends that are strong like they can do that that's not the issue you know what i'm saying the Mm -hmm. issue becomes there is uh there is uh, there is a there is someone who is foiling their plans. There is someone who at every turn when they try to stop these flag smashers, they have them. They like they got them cornered in a, in a warehouse somewhere. They're like, all right, let's beat these guys up, send them to jail. And let's get out of here. Right. Every time they try to do that, someone, some hooded figure is like who's also strong and blah, blah, blah and has them kind of outmatched is like he's, fo- he's foiling their plans, right? And you're like, who is this? Like, we have to figure out who this is um, and why they keep foiling our plans. He's not killing them, but like he's disrupting their plans, right? And you, and then eventually it's revealed that this person is, uh, this person is Isaiah Bradley, Right. And Isaiah Mm. Bradley is doing the U.S. agent role, but we don't know that yet. So Isaiah Bradley has been going around and trying to prevent them from accomplishing their tasks or whatever. Right. And and sabotaging them, making them look bad in public. And, you know, it's revealed that Isaiah Bradley, you know, they have he has a one on one with Sam Wilson. And he's like, you don't even know what you're doing, do you? And Sam Wilson's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you cannot be Captain America. And that is essentially Isaiah Bradley's motivation is like, look, I've been where you are and it never works out for anyone. And it, and right now with where everything is, if you try to be Captain America, they will eat you alive and they will spit you out. And you, you can't do this. America needs to move like the world needs to move past 
you know, American heroes and, and doing all this and the, you know, so he kind of, his ideology is kind of in line with the flag smashers, but he's on his own thing. He, he is more about the race. And so that, what that does is that, that can be the catalyst for Sam Wilson to start to question things because he didn't know Isaiah Bradley even existed. So Isaiah Bradley tells him his story and stuff like that. And so now you have a reason for Sam Wilson to be like, well, man, Maybe this Isaiah Bradley dude is right. Maybe I don't want to be Captain America. Maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe it's supposed to be blonde hair, blue eyes, and and red, white, and blue stripes. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Man, forget this. I'm done with this. Like you know, like let, let the flag smashers do what they're doing because I'm I'm not doing this anymore. Type of thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And then, and then, so Isaiah Bradley's like, cool. You're not gonna do it. I I I'm done doing what I'm need to do. I'm done doing what I'm needing to do. Then that's when we figure out that Isaiah Bradley has also uh uh basically Isaiah Bradley does believe what he was telling Sam, but also has been working as U.S. agent, quote unquote, and he's been working for uh Julie Louis, Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus or whatever, and he's been. Mm-hmm. And so it, but then once he, once Sam Wilson agrees to not do Captain America anymore, he renounces the shield in public, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Isaiah Bradley goes to Julia Lou Dreyfus and he's like, I'm not doing this anymore. You can find your own little, I, you know, I, I did what I needed to do. I kept up your, I, you know, I helped you out by, you know, stopping, you know, this new Captain America and you can, you know, you got your own plans or whatever, but I did what I needed to do. I'm not doing this anymore. So he disappeared. He, you know, hangs up the U S agent thing. And that's when she recruits John Walker Uh to be, you know, the new captain America or whatever. And then, and then basically the show starts, the show starts from where our show started, basically with John Walker becoming this new captain America, you know, um, and then he wiles out, you know, goes on the journey that we've already seen. And then the show kind of goes from there. And so Sam Wilson's whole, arc now becomes so we've seen him start from the sam wilson we know have a fall from grace because of very valid reasons about you know concerns about how black people are viewed in society and how we're not valued and how we're just used for our bodies and and then discarded and all that kind of stuff and then now his journey is now to 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 going from this jaded person who has quit wanting to save people because he doesn't want to represent a country that doesn't respect him now he has to go from that place to realizing that it's never really been about the stars and stripes. It's always been about serving the people and, and, and altruism and all the stuff that Steve Rogers stood for. The man who was from a time where it was okay to be racist against black people and, uh, and, and, and all of that, this man was able to transcend the era that he was even born in. And he cared about people so much that he handed his shield knowing what it meant for a black man, handed his shield to a black man. And now you have kind of earned all of that because you can see what it matters to Sam as opposed to just like, of course it matters to Sam. He's a black guy. Like, no, like it's never mattered to him before. Like we need a reason for it to matter. You know what I'm saying? And so now Sam is like, now yeah. Sam, now Sam is like, oh well, shoot, I messed up. I got to stop this John Walker guy, and and then now we see that journey. You know what I'm saying? And so it becomes Sam and Bucky trying to stop John Walker, trying to stop uh, the Flag Smash, doing all they doing all they need to do now. But now he's doing it, um, you know, of his own volition. You know what I'm saying? He's doing it. He's doing it not as just someone who doesn't see race or race doesn't matter to him, but as someone who understands the 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 racial dynamics here but chooses to transcend them the same way steve rogers did i think with that fix uh i think this his arc becomes much more meaningful and believable honestly and like i think the whole series becomes a little bit more focused but that's that what do you think of that that's my idea um so i think yeah, so that's it's interesting that you you know would say that about um, Captain America because, as stated before, it's not something that was even really like addressed, right? Mm-hmm. Like he transcended, you know, a mindset of his own time, and it's about you know altruism. Um, so it's it's like you almost have to kind of change some of the discussion even from previous films, which I mean, you could do in this storyline. Um, 
but I, I think so. I think that would be that would be cool to see. I, I think you know, obviously, you're you're trying to shoot for a bit more of a satisfying story arc for Sam to wait. So I agree that, like, I, I mean, I, it was all entertaining to me, but um, it wasn't. You know, like what they were the flag smashers, what they were fighting for. I mean, I understood it, but it could have been anything, right? Right. That right. Sam was ultimately fighting. Um, and they were just, they were just the, you know, insert, you know, villain here yep. who's going to help him, you know, uh, kind of do his trajectory to get to becoming Captain America. So, I mean, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, was it satisfying or was it meaningful? Um, so I'll say it, it's, it's shallow at the end of the day, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's still, it's still shallow. And so I, I, I really can't necessarily argue with you. I would love to see your vision, <laughs> any one of your visions like on screen, just to see how it play out. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, even though I like that they touched on certain things and they were actually bringing things up, it, it was, it was still shallow. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was done in like for one, I mean, and it's all in the way you tell the story, but it was only what six episodes, and I mean he he only determined what he was gonna do more or less by what the the fifth episode mm-hmm. um and i I don't know, I think um the whole it, him coming to that realization that he was gonna like change some things um it almost had i'm trying to remember like i feel like it almost had more to do well it had to do with john walker and then it had to do with with um isaiah bradley but it was like it his arc was more so well you know I, I was trying to give the shield up, but I'll be damned if I let this guy do it. Cause uh, you know, that's kind of what his arc was. It was just kind of like, Hey, this guy is going off the rails and um, I need to reconsider. And I think I, I, I'm trying to think of the pivot point in his conversation mm-hmm. with Isaiah Bradley, but I think he kind of came to that conclusion off screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just kind of showed the result in his discussion with, his sister to say, well, Hey, you know, if I don't take up the mantle, um, you know, what was all the fighting for? Um, and so maybe I should, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm not, um, you know, pretty sure of himself. I don't know that it's not a believable thing to say this guy who, who, is pretty sure of himself is now somewhat unsure because of this thing. I just wish, I wish that they maybe would have stated it. He never, Mm -hmm. he, his character never states it, but it's almost an undertone that you can feel like, you know, as he's passing it off, you just see, Oh, this guy who is, um, you know, heralding uh, Steve Rogers. He's such a, he looked up to him and all this other stuff. And it doesn't. And so then, you know, even in in their discussion um, with the uh, the therapist and when they're in the Mm -hmm. the police department and he doesn't say it um, and you just kind of have to sense it for whatever reason. And you just say, can't 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 y'all just agree that I did what I thought was right. And then that's that's kind of all we get. We don't really get like, hey, man, I'm kind of feeling a little weird now that I think about it because I'm a black person. Um, right. So I, I, I understand, I understand, I understand where you're coming from to where it almost, it, it didn't necessarily like, um, make sense. And I, I, I wanted, I did want some of that, but I think, again, I think their way to kind of say that, um, based on his character was not his character, but it was Isaiah Bradley's character. Mm-hmm. And then he could respond. He could respond and say, well, man, they really, you know, did some crazy stuff to him, but you know what? 
going to be Captain America because this has never been a problem for me. But, you know, I'm going to make sure that, you know, everybody remembers who this guy was and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, I, there there are some holes there. And I, I can't, I can't, um, unfortunately, I, I don't have a better, like, way to tell the story. But I do, I do acknowledge the holes. I, I, w- I was still, yeah, it, for me, my, my watching it is probably just a little bit more uh, shallow, for lack of better terms, when I'm watching it. Because I'm like, oh, this is cool, man. They, Black Captain America. All right. <laughs> but I'm not necessarily, it's kind of like, okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did it. All right. He, he finally came mm-hmm. to it. Right. But, you know, um, I, I'm glad that they were able, again, I, I'm appreciative that they were able to put it on screen at the very least. As far as his character and whether or not it actually made sense, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Like he, he's always been, he's been the, the funny guy. He, he has been technically the sidekick, but he's been the funny guy, the confident guy. And then again, I, I don't necessarily think it's an issue that all of a sudden he is maybe apprehensive about this role um, because he hasn't played that role. Um, and it's him like stepping into the spotlight. I think they could have. They could have probably just even dug into that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a this is a you know therapist almost basically, right? Um, so he should be able to have a space where he can kind of talk about his feelings and say, mm-hmm. "Well, hey, I'm feeling this way about this." You know, like I've never had to X Y Z or whatever. You know, um, they didn't do that, but. Um, I, I, I like that they tried to position him to be like, okay, I am this guy. I, I, I am a stand-up guy. Remember I was a stand-up guy from winter soldier. So let me try to talk this girl down. Yada, yada, yada. And so, I mean, you know, some of it is a little bit like we're just, we're putting him in this position because this is the trajectory of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, is it all earned? Maybe not. Maybe not, but I, I still I still enjoyed seeing it. Um, so to your point, was it successful in every aspect? Maybe not, but I, I think. Um, well, I don't, I don't even know what the reviews are. I feel like everything that most of the stuff that I've seen, like people in general, enjoy it um, or have enjoyed it, even when it talked about the racial stuff. Because whereas you know, fanboys would be like, "Oh, they're." Um, uh, there's all these different different phrases people use online, but like they, you know, they they're uh, just uh, what's the word? It's like they're they're putting this race baiting, or they're they're just shoving this down our throats and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But they couldn't say that because it, these were all, all care. I think it's not to say, well, this is something you have to address one way or the other mm-hmm. if you're going to have uh, a, a black man be Captain America. But he, as far as his character and, and what we know about him, um, uh, yeah, I think um, there's not, you know, the, the arc was kind of interesting because because I, I did see it, it was more so, okay, <laughs> he's he's becoming Captain America because he can't let this guy take it. And right. it, it's not necessarily, it, it's not necessarily you know, an issue of him being black, but that becomes an issue once he talks to, you know, Isaiah Brad. Right. Right. Um, and so it's like, okay, yeah, it, it is an issue, but he personally, he might not have had that issue. And may, maybe for instance, he was just giving shield up cause he just didn't think of himself as captain America. It didn't have anything to do with his race. And, and in the, the typical Marvel fashion, that could have been what it was like, because everything has been, you know, like you said, colorblind. Um, but I don't know. It's interesting. And, and you know, there are, there are places that they could have dove deeper, even, even mm-hmm. the conversation um, between him and uh, Rhodey, like in, in the first episode. Yeah. And um, there, you know, there, there's could have been, there, there could have been more um, that was said in that conversation. Um, but you know, again, like I, I'm glad that they are able to 
in, in certain instances, they were able to go deep, but like with characters who haven't addressed it before, it's, it's harder to, I think like it just, it doesn't make sense. You always got to like mm-hmm. introduce somebody like, so for instance, like with black Panther, mm-hmm. um, people love Killmonger's character so much because he was able to say the real stuff that other Marvel characters were oblivious to. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so in, in the same way, it's like Rhodey has never talked about race. Um, Sam has never talked about race. Right. And so all of a sudden it's an issue. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So it's like, you know, and, and even for his trajectory, like it only, it, it makes so much sense that he has to take the mantle because uh, the Captain America that they got just straight up killed somebody on national television. <laughs> so right. they, he has he has to take it because you know uh-huh. it ain't about him being black. That man just killed somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So um, you know I, they they did what they had to do. Um, I think in like Disney fashion, if you will. Again, I, I enjoyed seeing what they touched on. They could have gone deeper um, and said more, but I'm, I'm always for them having those conversations. So I, I'm from the standpoint of, um, well, I'm, I'm glad y'all, you know, stretched out on a limb and talked about what you talked about because you don't talk about it at all, typically. Right. No, <laughs> um, I get that for so, sure. So do you think, you know, did you like the line where the two black guys that were watching the, the last fight were like, oh, that's the Falcon. And he said, no, nah, that's Captain America. Yeah, it was <laughs> obligatory, man. It, it was that it, they had to do that, and it was two brothers too. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "You know, it would have been even more powerful if it was some white dudes." Um, yeah, but like, yeah, you know, hey, that's the that's the Black Falcon there. Hey, oh, the Black then, Falcon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, that's Captain America. Even though I don't think all of the uses of the different themes that were in the in the show were like earned or justified, I do feel like uh, it was they the show did do a good job. I think of having nice character driven moments, even even in the action and stuff like that, that like made the themes resonate. Like you just said, like I thought that was good. I thought that was cool that like you know his his you know in in one of the closing fight scenes, like his main thing was empowering someone else. Like I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Um what else about that last fight scene or the last oh so I was I was a little underwhelmed or upset about the what's his name? Boktrot scene. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, the French dude, uh or Algerian, whatever whatever he is. Mm. Um so yeah, just because like I mean, it is what it is because Sam's not super soldier. And I think that's part of his arc too, is like, he can't really be, um, I mean, he could, but you know, like, because he's standing up as like this new Captain America person, it's not about him overing power, overpowering people or being this super soldier. So it would be out of character for him to take it. Um, but like visibly you can see when he throws the shield, it's a lot slower than when Captain America threw it or when John Walker throws it. Um, mm-hmm. And then that whole scene when they're fighting, it's like, um, I guess because it was a different, um, a different mission, maybe it was just, it was different. It was a different fight. Like he, they were using guns in that first thing. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he was fighting people, but when he fought this dude, it, it was just like, it's it really no competition. Um, and, I got a little upset when he threw the chair and he threw the shield and the chair knocked the shield down. Yeah, I get it. I mean, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be a super soldier kind of guy. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, man, that's whack. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you should have used your, uh, your wings a little bit more in that fight. Um, Don't be running away like that. Uh, But you know, I I get it. I just, I wanted, I wanted more from that, that fight scene. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that was. I mean, that was that was mostly it for me. Like, cool. Overall, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the um, the fifth episode and just mm-hmm. that montage. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Was and that I like mean, was I, that the I, training I, I, the training montage? Yeah, the training montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, and I thought the whole, uh, yeah, the, the, the suit itself, uh, I thought worked well. Like, so, so the thing, the suit for me, I'm not a big fan in general of like the, the half your face being covered, um, but your hair sticks out. I don't like that on any superhero. Yeah. It's not my favorite look. The cowl. Um, it, like, yeah. So like, um, anybody like Cyclops or there's characters from image comics that have that. Invincible. Um, so is that, but then he had uh, invincible. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. You know, however cool the character is in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't like that look. And then they got the like, goggles on. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite look. That being said, um, I think he still wore it well. Like it looked, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not my favorite look. Um, but it, and it, it is comic accurate. Not to say that that's like mm-hmm. super important because all suits don't, don't really need to be comic accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they, they would just look silly. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So from here, from here, it'll be interesting to see like where they take, um, mm-hmm. where they take all the characters. Uh, I, I want, I want that. Um, so that was the only thing, again, this was the first episode, right? But like the intensity that the, the first action sequence had the intensity that the action sequence for Bucky, when he was murdering all them people, um, mm-hmm. like that was like the hardest thing I've seen in a minute. <laughs> yeah. And so he didn't fight that hard for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do I, I do want to see more stuff like that. I think they should lean in that direction a little bit more. Totally. Um but yeah, that and just some of the emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I liked seeing Bucky's stuff, even though it was very minimal and kind of like mm-hmm. simple. I, I felt it. I thought Sebastian Stan did a good job. Um so yeah. Yeah. Cool. Overall I enjoyed it. There were holes. It was simple, but yeah, I liked it. I liked it. John, I appreciate you coming on the episode today, man. Uh, I had a good time. Did you have a good time? Absolutely, man. It's always a good time. Always, always a good time on the weekly regular. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You have anything you want to plug while we're here before we get off the show? Oh man, just, just, I would just say stay tuned. Jay Holly music, Instagram at Jay Holly music. Just, just stay tuned to the page. Um, some stuff will be, yeah, some stuff will be coming. So, but, uh, that's about it, man. Nothing else to plug. Sweet. All right. You can find me at Asan the DJ on social media. That's at A-H-S-O-H-N the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular on social media or at weeklyregular.com. Thanks again, John. And we will see y'all next week.